Thank you for joining Analytics Today, a podcast series focuses on big data analytics and the latest trends in the digital world. This is Samir Khan. I'm the host today. Jeremy is not here, but today we have a very special podcast. So this is a keynote that I participated in last year uh, at Digital Marcom Summit. And I thought it would be interesting for our listeners to have the full keynote recording available here. The topic is also very relevant. It's called Six Steps to Big Data Success for Digital Marketing. So enjoy the keynote. And again, if you want to connect with us, we are available at digitaltenant.com. That's our latest digital marketing podcast or or datacrackle.com. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to leave us a feedback on iTunes. Thank you. So when I started, you know, I started as a campaign manager. I was a digital marketing campaign manager, and part of my job was to do basic analysis. Like I used to look at web analytics, social media data, and do some basic uh, digital marketing analysis that we are all used to. Then one of my friends, who happened to be a Hadoop developer, he introduced me to the practice of data science, and I have not looked back since then. So in this session, what I want to do is by the end of this session, I want all of us to be capable enough to run basic data science analytics on your digital marketing data. So let's get started. I can, if I cross the chasm, I'm pretty sure you can. So when I talk to a lot of people, you know, who are not related to the big data or data science industry, and they have a different perspective of it. They think that data science itself is a tech whiz of Iron Man, and big data analytics is like a power of the gods. And that's, they're competing with each other. But that's not the case. Data science is a practice. It's a methodology that you can apply to data of any type, big or small. Versus big data analytics is specifically geared and targeted towards large volumes of data. What does that mean? So big data analytics in a common term, when you talk to somebody who is insider from the big data analytics industry, they're going to tell you big data is N equals all, which means take all the data that is possible. Here's an example. So we were doing a customer churn reduction analysis. Basically, we were trying to identify how many customers are we losing and can we predict that? And we took the 12 months interaction history for the customers. And we got up to a 62% prediction accuracy, which is good. And we were able to, with a very good accuracy, predict what customers are we going to lose. Then we started using all the customer data. And we performed all the analysis. We put that data in the Hadoop. And we ran analysis in it of Hadoop. Our accuracy improved 73%, which in data science world is pretty massive jump in terms of prediction. So imagine going from 62% to 73%. That's the power and promise of big data analytics, and that's the reason why it's important to consider that for digital marketing initiatives, especially we have so much data. So just as the arc reactor powers the Iron Man suit, we digital marketers, we data analysts, and we data scientists, we all have access to tools. And there's no shortage of tools in the market. There's so many different types of tools. Like, I don't know what to do with it. So what I did is for this particular session, I have a criteria, three-point criteria. First, the tool has to be completely free so everybody can access it and download it and create an account, or at least it has to have a free tier. Second, the tool has to have widespread users, so you can go in the forum and participate in the community and have a discussion about it to get your questions answered. Third, 
it is easy to use. So keeping that three criteria in mind, I have three different tools that I've listed here. And specifically, I've called out two different tools, and one of them that I'm going to talk about. So first one is Watson Analytics, which is IBM's uh, analytical platform. Raise your hand if you have heard of a popular TV show, Jeopardy. Great. So a few years ago, we created a supercomputer that was successfully able to beat the all-time Jeopardy champions, two champions in one time. So that computer was called Watson. Now, after the game was over, we were like, okay, what are we going to do with this? So we started creating Watson Business Unit, and we applied the, the, the algorithms inside of that Jeopardy, uh, uh, Watson computer to different types of products. And one of them was IBM Watson Analytics, which is predictive analytics platform. Again, it's completely free to use. You can create an account. You don't have to be a programmer to use it. And it has Watson Analytics textual analytics capabilities as well. Again, watsonanalytics.com. And we're going to talk about how to use this later. Then we have RStudio. So RStudio, the R programming language and Python are the two most popular programming languages for data scientists. And there is a learning curve to it. So there are courses on edX. One of them is called Analytics Edge. There's a course on Coursera, all of them free. You can get started with R very, very quickly. It's not like writing an application code. And then you can download RStudio on your computer or run it in the cloud. And then final, is BigML. Again, it's a very, very popular platform. And the beauty of BigML is, again, there's a free tier. You can create a free account. It's point and click. Just like you use your Marketer or Silver Pop or social media application, you can point and click and run predictive analytics inside of BigML. So why it's important to combine digital marketing with data science? Like, what is it all about? Like, typically, we marketers, we're used to if you're very constrained to the tools that we have, like we have our web analytics tool, we do social media analysis, maybe we're going to do some Twitter analysis, maybe CRM analysis, but it's very limited. So now it's the time to open up the horizon. When you open up the horizon, you get an opportunity to run a bunch of different types of analysis, and at the same time, you get massive different results that you can utilize and improve your digital marketing performance. So let's look at the re some of the key reasons why it's important to combine digital marketing and data science. So first reason, like, in India, there is a snack mix. It's called chuda. And what happens is there's a lot of different combination of lentils, peanuts, nuts, uh, cereals. And we combine that. And there are thousands of different combinations available in market for the same type of snack. And everyone is delicious. Everything is delicious. So the reason why is because there is a unique combination that's helping provide this new variety of snack. So it's the same concept for digital marketing. When you combine with data science, you get new things that you have not even thought about before. And one of the, one of the other things before I jump to this data is there's a massive explosion of data and marketing technology. So if you like, you know, from a digital marketing standpoint, you get all this Twitter firehose data. You have all this Facebook data. You don't know what to do with it. Gartner says 90% of the organizational data goes unused. Imagine that 90%. So with this data coming in, we have another problem. Marketing technology explosion. Every single day, I'm pretty sure, just like me, you get bombarded with phone calls and LinkedIn emails with new marketing application. Hey, why don't you buy my application and let's start using it. You're going to get XYZ benefit out of it. So it's a big explosion of marketing technology. Uh, in chiefmartech.com, it follows all the marketing technology blockchain. There's an infographic that he shows all the different marketing technology platforms. So we marketers, are, we're facing a challenge. We have a data problem. We have a technology problem. 
Then the next part is we're doing it wrong. IBM Research conducted a study a few months ago. It was called Consumer Conversation. The idea of the study was to identify the gaps between what the consumers are saying and what the brand's saying. And this is a huge gap. First one is like 69% of the brands are saying that we are delivering positive experience to our customer digitally. But when you look at the consumer side, it's a completely different story. 51% of the customer says, We're, we stopped doing business with the brand because we had a failure of experience on the digital side. Again, 81% of the brands are saying, we understand our customers holistically. But only 37% of the customers agree. So there's a big disconnect. What's going on here? Again, going back to the Gardner survey, 90% of the data is getting unused. And that's what's creating the problem. Last but not the least, it's all about timing. In marketing world, digital marketing world, if you're not able to deliver the right message at the right time, in the right context, and you end up in a situation like this, where this guy's looking for insurance nine months ago in a convertible, now it's too late. So it's all about timing. So what are some of the use cases? So the first one, use cases of big data analytics and digital marketing. The first one is customer segmentation and journey analytics. What does that mean? So, for example, if I'm running a marketing campaign, what if I could define a very specific targeted customer cluster where I can apply the marketing communication message directly to that cluster? So if I'm running uh, maybe soccer mom, they want to buy a healthy wearable tech products. So I can define that particular criteria and I can target them with a specific message or content. The other part is Forrester says more than half of all the interaction that the customers have with the brand are multi-device and multi-channel. What it means is we not only just have to understand the marketing attribution, but also understand the marketing journey, because all the journeys are taking place in multi-device and multi-channel environment. The second one is the marketing campaign propensity or marketing performance improvement, which you know, if you definitely target the customer in the right way, you, you understand the journey of your customer, then you improve the chances of your uh, of getting better results from your marketing campaign. The third one is my favorite. Raise your hand if you ever thought of creating viral content. I have too. So typically what happens, you know, when you think about viral content, we marketers, we get on the room, we have social media people and content writers, all of them together and sitting, we do brainstorming session, and we come up with a list of content that we think is going to go viral. We definitely have some data from social, maybe some shared data, maybe some web analytics, and that's about it. But there is no science to it. Now, later in this uh, session, I'm going to talk about how to apply science to the art of content marketing prediction. And then predictive attribution, generally, again, same thing. We have attribution inside of web analytics platform that tells us what combination of channels, social, email, marketing, and so on and so forth, resulted in optimal uh, order delivery or sign up or whatever your objective is. But predictive attribution takes that historical data, applies prediction, and tells you in future what's going to happen. Let's say from a month from now, let's say from a quarter from now, what will be the maximum potential you can drive from your available budget and available marketing channels. So that's what predictive attribution is about. And churn and loyalty. We all want to prevent customers and we all want to create loyal customers. And data science and statistical analysis can allow you to do that. So we don't end up in a situation like this, where we are targeting the same customer with the product they've already purchased. 
And to the point, they get so frustrated, they don't want to do business with us. And this is one of the part of the experience that I was talking about. The disconnect in the experience between brands and the customers. So let's get started. As promised, here are the six steps on how to apply data science to predict the content marketing popularity. So step one, prepare your data. So in order for, so this is how the prediction engine works. In order for you to predict something, you gotta have an historical data. So in this case, if I am trying to create a popular or a viral content, then I have to have a historical list of the content that's already popular in my industry. And there are multiple tools you can use to do that. So my favorite is Buzzsumo. Again, completely free to create an account. You can go on Buzzsumo, create an account, and then type whatever keyword you have. So let's say if you're trying to create a, a, a content for healthcare, you can type uh, healthcare, and then it will list you all the content along with the shares, the total number of shares in social media, and as well as a couple of other information. And you can download this information in the CSV format. Good news is Buzzsumo has a completely free 14-day pro account trial that allows you to download 10,000 pieces of content which will be the groundwork for you to run predictive analytics on content. So again, very simple. Go to Buzzsumo, create an account, download the content. Or you can use Google's uh, Google Chrome Scraper plugin. Again, same concept. It's completely free. You can apply on Google Chrome and then download all the content that's available uh, using this tool. So once you do that, your content is going to look something like this. So what's happening here is basically what I did is I just downloaded a bunch of content from Buzzsumo and I just organized it. So we have the category for the content, we have the headline, you have the snippet, abstract, word count. The most important one is popularity column. Basically I marked everything that has more than 1,000 shares as one and everything else as zero. That's your first step is data preparation. Second step, very simple, go to watsonanalytics.com, create an account. It will ask you basic information, your email, so you can quickly create an account and start using Watson Analytics. Third step is you up the, the data that you created in step one. You upload that data into Watson Analytics and you look at some initial pattern. Let's talk about that. So again, very simple step. Step one, you go and click add and upload the data, it's a CSV file. Once the data is uploaded inside of Watson Analytics, you can ask simple language questions. Remember I was telling you, Watson is based on the original supercomputer that was based on simple text language. So you can ask questions like, what is the most popular publication date? And Watson will give you all the different options, and you can click on these options, the, question, the most popular questions that have been asked, and then it will give you charts and graphs. So you, can, so you don't have to create charts, you don't have to develop anything. You just ask questions, click, and then it will give you answers. So this is just the initial analysis. We're just exploring the data now. We have not even begun the prediction, but Watson already knows what's inside of your data. Step four is selecting the prediction criteria. Now, remember, we are trying to predict which content is popular. So obviously, the popular column is the prediction criteria. So once you select the popularity column and click Next, you're going to land on the prediction dashboard. Now, there are a lot of things happening here. One of the key things, which in the center, which I call the solar system, it tells you the prediction accuracy. So in this case, it's telling you with a 90% accuracy, if you focus on the word count in the blog post and the category which it belongs to and the news desk. So this particular uh, case, I'm using the data from New York Times. That's the reason why it has news desk as a content category. 
So then, then with the 90% accuracy, you focus on these three things, then you're going to get highly popular content. And then you can start drilling down into these charts. So, so what happens is like you get different options. So you can look at different combinations. So there's section name and word count, which has 90% accuracy. We have news desk and word count, which is 89% accuracy. So you go with the most accurate one, which is section name and uh, and, and news desks, which is 90% accuracy, you're going to have a highly popular content if you follow those criteria. Then you can start drilling down into the actual data. And this is the table you get from Watson Analytics. So here in my example, it's saying me, if I were to write a popular blog post, my word count has to be more than 829 words. It has to be in the healthcare or crossword games category. Simple as that, and if we further drill down, you, you can get title data from it, you can get keyword. So it's a very scientific approach to writing content instead of just going there and trying to figure out what should we write about. And then finally, you can look at flowcharts. The flowcharts will tell you what is the sequence of the popularity. So if we start with section name, you go to word count, news decks, and so on and so forth. So the whole theme here is initially we were just doing brainstorming and trying to figure out what content works. Here, you're actually applying science, statistical analysis that's telling you what really matters for you to write that content. Number six is take action. You know, that's one of the biggest challenges we have in digital marketing. Like, we have so much data, we have so many marketing tools. What's important is take action. Go create an account. Go start running some initial analysis. You know, first time you're not going to get it, but if you run it multiple times, you'll get to a point where you're able to run sophisticated analysis. And you can create content pieces like these. So let's have a discussion. You can reach out to me at Samir Khan on Twitter and my website, Data Crackle. Let's talk. Let's chat. Thank you so much.